Where the travel agents coming to you with tips, tricks, interviews, and voyages by cruise. The travel agents bringing you the latest travel news. Hey, I'm Brian. And I'm Will. We're your hosts for the Travel Agents Podcast. Yeah, and we got an interesting one today. How can you get cheap airfare? Man, it's hard. It's a... You know, if there was one easy answer, we would know it. Yeah, it's uh, not a science. No. There's no methodology to it. (laughs) But we have some skills and some tips that we've developed as travel agents that are going to help you find those cheaper uh, airline tickets. Here's where I want to start. I have a whole bunch of things to talk about, right? Yeah. Like you saw my list. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> hang in there, everyone. <laughs> I have a lot to say. Some things that might make you excited, some things that might frustrate you. Um, but I want to start with this fun kind of aspect. So Will, I want to do a little, uh, a little demonstration. I want you first to pick a city you're going to travel to anywhere in the world. Pick something far away from Ohio. Uh, Oslo, Norway. Sweet. Okay. Next, I want you to pick a time of the year. Anytime that you'd want to go. Uh, let's say May. Fantastic. Next, I want you to choose a price that you would like to spend on that ticket. Um, I'm thinking 800 with uh, checked baggage and everything wow. is probably a Sounds realistic great. price. That is nice. Here's, what, here's the point of the exercise. Um, we all want to go somewhere. We have dates we want to go, and we have a price we'd like to spend. One of the best things I learned, I actually learned it from one of my clients early on in my gig, is that usually you can get two of the three. Okay. But it's almost impossible to get all three. <laughs> That's always the goal. Sure. You want to go where, when, and for the price you want, but you can get two. And here, here, here's some examples. So like, let's say you really want to go to um, Japan and you want a great deal. We can make that happen. But you got to go in February when it's freezing, right? Yeah. I've seen some epic fares to Tokyo in like February and it's cold. Um, Going to the Caribbean during hurricane season, those are some sweet flight prices. Exactly. Let's say you want to go to uh, Japan in June or July, right? We can make that happen as well, but the price is going to be like two to three times the price of the, the, you know, the off season. Right. Um, and so another example would be like, Hey, you want to travel somewhere in September and you want a great deal. I'm sure we can find you an amazing deal in September, but who knows where you're going to, maybe it's to Dallas and you've already been there. You wanted to go elsewhere, right? Like, so that's kind of it. You can get two of the three. How do you get all three? And the answer is you can't. <laughs> so if you're looking for that answer, I guess what I'm getting at, and this is kind of the the point I want to start with for this whole episode. Yeah, is, build that foundation. Yeah, the foundation I want to build for this episode is the people who find the best airfare deals are, drumroll, no, the ones who have the most flexibility when they travel they can leave on a Monday night. They can come home on a Wednesday, right? Something like that. I'm just giving up. I'm not yeah. saying that those are the dates. I'm just giving random examples. Um, as far as when they want to go, it doesn't matter. They can go on hurricane season. They can go in Dece- early December. They can do anything, right? Like they're they're totally fine. And then number three, um, oh, they don't care like where they go. <laughs> they're just like, <laughs> I just want to trip. I want to sure. travel the world. I'm super open. Sure. Just give me a great deal. 
and chances are I'd like to go there. And then lastly, they're able to pull the trigger fast. And that one I can't explain enough. Like you have to, there are amazing deals and it might be there for 20 minutes. Mm, And so you need to know that you and, or if you have a traveling partner, like you two can purchase non-refundable tickets at the drop of a hat because you saw a great deal. You're ready to go. There's there's not going to be an issue with a dog sitter or a babysitter or like, that's funny how I said dog for <laughs> but yeah, like there's not gonna be an issue with work. Right. Yeah. And so like, I give a shout out to my, my cool Romanian friends. I call my Romanian friends in Cleveland. Um, they go to secretflying.com, um, and I'll say it again, secretflying.com. And they're also game to travel to New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, Detroit, just to catch that flight. Right. Like they don't mind taking a bus or like driving there. just because there are some epic deals there to just some random places around the world. And they're just like, yeah, that sounds great. We'll just take it. Oh, but when can you go? It doesn't matter. They're, they're both retired. They can go anytime. Right. And then it's like, yeah, but can you decide quickly? Like, yes, they can both decide in five minutes if that trip can work for them. And so if you were to talk to them, you'd be very, very jealous of the deals they've gotten over the past decade. You would be extremely jealous, but yeah. you have to understand the parameters are f- so flexible, right? Sure. Yeah. That they can make it happen. Those without flexibility, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> don't get great deals. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, uh, they're cheap deals for a reason, right? There are these things called mistake fares that, again, my two friends up in Cleveland, they found where like an airline left off a zero when they were publishing the price. (laughs) And so they've gotten dirt cheap, like business class deals to Asia. I know it's, it's when I heard the numbers they've spent, like we're talking, they've spent hundreds of dollars going first class to Asia. Hundreds. I'm not kidding. Where they had life flatbeds. No. Because it was a mistake fare. Now, I, it's something like the airlines, I don't quite know the rules, but something, they have like 72 hours after you purchase it to, to decide, are we going to honor this mistake fare or not? Sure, yeah. In my friends' cases, it it worked every time. But I think oh for some, gosh. they're like, no, this was a mistake. We're taking it back. Here's sure. your money back. Sure. You know, like that. So interesting. So I guess my next point is like, and I know I'm not trying to like, be a broken record, but like if you're tied down to like a strict job or you have kids in school, like the airlines kind of know, like you can only fly on weekends or you can only fly during spring break or June, July, August or Christmas break. The airlines know that there are, there's a, there's a job called airline revenue manager and they get paid great money and they are trained to look for events, conferences, spring breaks, um, holidays, and around the world, and they plug that into the system. Okay. Because every airline tries to get as much cash as they can, right? Sure. Obviously. Yeah. And so if the, uh, shout out to Rotary, if the Rotary convention is in Houston last year like it was, actually it was there in June, um, guess what? The dates of the, like flights to Houston from Cleveland were cheap all year long, and then the dates of the Rotary convention, how come they went up twice? as much money. <laughs> well, duh. It's because the airline revenue managers like are paid yep. to research this stuff. Yep. Right. Oh my gosh. So that, in case you're curious, like, Hey, how come the price to, uh, is where's the world cup this year? Qatar. So how come the dates of the world cup, the price of the Qatar is so expensive? Well, of course, like it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it works. Of so like, I guess what I'm getting at is when people ask me, Hey, all year flights to Orlando are 80 bucks round trip. How come 
in late April, they're 700 bucks. Well, yeah, it's because it's spring break. <laughs> like You're a family and you're going to Orlando. Like that's just yeah. what happens, right? Yeah. But like the worst is, and I feel so bad. My heart goes out to these poor families, but they call me like, Brian, we're ready to do a trip. I say, great, what are your dates? And they go, are you ready for this? <laughs> December 26th through January 2nd. And my heart just sinks for them. Yeah. Because oh, no. they're going to pay four times what they should pay. <laughs> oh, no. And they're like, yeah, but it's and it's always the same story. It's the only week we can travel. It's like, I know. Oh, man. And yeah. the airlines know it, too. Yeah, of course. They're going to so, take advantage of that. It's just it. Um, next tip, like, I don't know, try not to fly home Sunday nights because every business traveler has to fly home Sunday <laughs> night in the airlines. Know it, right? Yep. Everyone's just like you. Try to get your boss to let you work remote on Monday and then like fly home Monday night or Tuesday morning or something. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my dad, who's my boss. No, I'm the boss. <laughs> We're the boss. Go to Google Flights. Uh, for those who don't use Google Flights, Start using it, and you're not going to go back to your other search engines. Yeah, absolutely. Use, what do you like about it? Well, there's this thing called Price Graph and Date Grid. Okay. And you click on it, and it gives you this beautiful grid of it shows you, like, hey, if you change your dates by two days, you can drop the price by like 80%. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, just insane, yeah. the deals. But just a quick tip there is make sure in the next tab, you're also going to southwest.com because Southwest doesn't show their flights on any other consolidators or in the whole industry. Southwest keeps their fares low by only being available on southwest.com, not paying anyone else commission, right? Mm -hmm. So have Google Flights open in one tab, have southwest.com open in the other. Now with Southwest, can you fly only domestic or do they fly international? They fly to some of the international destinations like in Mexico as well as the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And okay. they started flying to Hawaii hey. one or two years ago. So it's pretty cool. With Southwest, you get two free check bags per person, plus a free carry-on and a free personal item and never any change fees. Yay. <laughs> okay. How many times have I heard this oh in my the gosh. 11 years? Hey, so Brian. Popular. Should I book on a Tuesday? I heard that Tuesdays are the cheapest days to book flights. Is that true? Okay, let me just say this. Let me just say this. How come people who don't travel often are the, the ones to say that? Yeah. And the travel professionals who look at it every day, you never hear them say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's just, uh, that, I guess yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to, I'm not trying to be rude. If maybe someone did find a great deal on a Tuesday. Sure. But then why have I found great deals on Sundays? Absolutely. Why have I found great deals on Fridays? Mondays? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can find great deals any day. I, I admit, there's maybe a great deal on Tuesday that's happened many times, right? But I guess just to kind of rest my case and do a little mic drop here, in the hundreds of travel professionals I've talked to in my career, I've never heard one say, oh yeah, wait till the Tuesday for the cheapest price. There's my little mic drop and I'll get off that tangent. Sorry if I crushed anyone's like myth or dream. I'm sorry. Like, hang in there. You're you're doing your best. But we got a little tip. Another one. Yeah, we got more tips. <laughs> <laughs> okay, try to package your flights together with a hotel. Right. This is a trick travel agents know, but not many consumers. Here's why: uh, travel industries want as much of your booking as possible. They don't like. Just want to like, even me as a travel agent, people c come in and they just want a flight ticket. Yeah. Okay. Here's a little just flat out, super transparent truth. 
I don't want to help you with just a flight ticket. <laughs> I want to book your hotel. Yeah. I want to book your tours. I want to sell you travel insurance. I want to sell you transfers in a rental car. These are all things that make me money, right? Mm -hmm. If you come in and just want one thing and one thing only, and you're going to take up my time <laughs> just to do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude, but we're going to have to charge you a fee. Exactly. Because it's like, man, I'm not. I need to make money. I need to actually sell you something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just like any industry. There's yeah. no, we're not hiding behind some curtain here. So how can an average consumer package a hotel and a flight into one package? Contact I mean. your travel agent. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you'll see many. Okay. It, it's no secret. If you go to some of these big, um, big name OTAs, online travel agencies, Expedia, yeah. Orbitz, Travelocity, booking all that kind of stuff. Apple vacations. There's going to be options to book a package mm -hmm. flights plus hotel together. And by doing that, you often, not always, but you can often get a special deal. Definitely. But there have been some deals we've seen that are nuts. Like, let me just give you an example. I was working with a guy who wanted to go to Lisbon. He said, Brian, I've been looking around on Google and, and, and the airlines website and the tickets to Lisbon are like 1500 bucks a piece round trip from Cleveland. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's total for he and his wife. It was three grand. I said, well, I'm able to help you package together flights plus a hotel. There's a minimum two, three, four, five nights. It depends on the package. But in this case, he wanted two nights in Lisbon. I said, okay, here's a package where you can book flights plus two nights hotel in Lisbon. I, 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 and I quoted the intercontinental in downtown Lisbon. It's a beautiful hotel. Oh, wow. Yeah. The package for round. I'm not kidding here. You're going to like be jaw dropped. Remember it was three grand just for him to book flights round trip. Right. Yeah. For two flights round trip plus two nights in the intercontinental in Lisbon was $2,600. <laughs> oh, geez. So if you're That's doing the crazy. math, he saved 400 bucks and he got two nights free hotels. That makes and sense. And a five-star hotel. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. It's a beautiful hotel. Beautiful hotel. And that was like an executive room with breakfast too. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I mean, please don't, if you're listening, please don't think, oh, every time you package, you'll always get that. I'm just saying we've seen deals that are epic. It's at least worth looking into. Yep. That's yep. generally speaking though. The better the deal, the longer the flight is. It's like flights to Europe, flights to Asia. You can get a nice package. If yeah, you're just yeah. going to Little Rock, Arkansas, there's not much padding on those flights. Yeah. If you try to package it, don't get excited. What if they're not interested in a hotel, but they want to get a rental car? Can they package a rental car in with a flight in hopes of getting a, a discount on a rental car and a flight? Are you a travel agent or something? <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Will. Yes, uh, have seen there are some... Your travel agent will probably know there are some companies out there that do a flight plus car package. So I'm not trying to give away all the secret travel agent tips. I'm just saying this doesn't this make common sense? Yeah, definitely. If I go to my insurance broker and say, hey, I want rental car. I want car insurance. Mm -hmm. Business insurance, home insurance. That's yeah. what they always want to sell you. Yeah. Your travel agent's the same thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, hey, well, let's sell you a couple of things and see. Maybe we can get the price down of your flights. Okay. Uh, next, I love this one. And I, I've heard this. Uh, and I'm pleased. <laughs> I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad here. I'm just trying to share what I've learned by doing this every day for the past 11 years. Okay. Should I clear my cookies to get a better rate? I'm pretty sure, Brian. 
Brian, I was looking one at one moment and then I went back and then the price went up. I think they know that I'm watching. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that one too. Let me take a deep breath and see if I can help under, help you understand why that's happening. Because I don't, again, if you talk to the professionals, none of us clear our cookies. <laughs> Here's what's going on. Airlines do this thing called tier pricing. Have you ever bought a ticket and you get this thing called the class of service? No, unless you're a travel agent, no one knows what that means. No one cares what it means. Yeah, yeah. But to a travel agent, that class of service, that's a letter. It means a lot. Let me give you an example. Uh, I'm going to start with Delta Airlines as an example, okay? So if you're looking for the, like, Delta's going to sell, all right, I want to say this right, and some travel agents are going to cringe here, but just hang in there. Delta's going to sell nine tickets at the least expensive price. For Delta, the class is called V. That's a V like Victor, okay? After they sell those nine tickets, it jumps up to the next tier. This is called tiered pricing, okay? And that next tier, I believe, is called L, L for Lima. They're going to sell, guess what? Nine tickets at that price, okay? Nine is a key number here because 10, you qualify for group airfare, which is we need to do. Group airfare could be a different podcast. Actually, I don't want to talk about group airfare because <laughs> so it's a discount, not discount. Ugh, it's it's annoying. After they sell, okay, I'll, I'll wrap this up. After they sell nine tickets in L class, they jump up to S, S for Sierra, right? So you get the picture. Okay, so check it out. Have you ever been shopping online for flights and it says only two tickets left at this price? It's because they're getting to the bottom of that tier. It's true. Yeah. There's two seats in L class left. Once those are sold, it jumps up to S. Then, you know, all the rest, H and M and, and Y. Why is the is the why is the highest class Y like uh yellow? And uh, you know, that's always business travelers buy that because they're booking a ticket within three days of travel and it's like a thousand bucks for a flight from Cleveland to Chicago, and they're like, <laughs> Oh, the company's paying. And Screw you book them a Y-class ticket because <laughs> yeah. it's the only thing available three days before, right? So what I'm getting at is this. Uh, you know when like you are – okay, let's say you're at a grocery – let's say you're at Target, okay? And uh, you want to buy a – give me an item at Target that you might want to buy. Cool, cool, cool. So there's only one carton of eggs left on the shelf and you grab it and you're at the ca- – okay, this is really important. You catch this, okay? You're at the checkout register and – uh, the person's about to scan it and you say, actually, I don't want the eggs. So you didn't buy them, but where do those eggs go? They're not going right back to the shelf immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're probably going to go to like the <laughs> the front. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 The yeah. people who do returns are, I don't know. <laughs> and then maybe eggs wasn't the best example. <laughs> Bed sheets maybe like, I don't, because I don't know. Do they put eggs back on the shelf? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Let's say, yeah, but it was good. Um, it might take 20 minutes, maybe an hour, maybe five hours for those eggs to go back on the shelf. So anyone who's shopping in the next one, two, five hours is going to think there's no eggs left, right? Yeah. Little do they know those eggs will go back on the shelf. <laughs> Here's my point. The same thing happens with flight inventory. I do it every day. I pull tickets out of inventory. Let's say there's two seats in L. Let's say V, V, the the desired Delta one that everyone wants. Um, actually, I think X, like X-ray class, is cheaper than V, but it's never available. They don't offer. Like, here's the crazy thing: 
yes, there's tiered pricing. But at any given time, these airlines could choose to add more to any of those. That's why yeah. airlines are – it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. You could be all the way up to M. That's one of the highest, M like Mary, right? And then the airline could say, eh, let's add six more tickets in V class. Like they can do that because yeah. who cares? Whim, They're an airline. Yeah, they don't they can care. do whatever. Ah, sorry. I get kind of heated when I talk about this. Don't worry. I'm almost done. <laughs> okay. I will be looking at flights for someone and I will grab – Let's say there's two seats left in V like Victor class. I'll grab them and put them into my itinerary, right? I've taken them out of inventory. I took the eggs off the shelf and I'm allowed to hold it as a travel agent. I can hold it. And it's like you, when you go to Delta.com and you click on a flight and it goes into your shopping cart, you know, the top, right? You have your shopping cart and it thinks you're going to buy them. It took those seats out of inventory promise I'm wrapping this up. I'm so sorry. It took the seats out of inventory, but you haven't bought them yet, but no one else is allowed to take them yet. Yep. And let's say you click X on that tab. Let's say I release the tickets from my travel agent software. Mm -hmm. How long does it take for those two seats in V class to go back into the Delta inventory? Right. The answer is sometimes 60 seconds, sometimes four hours. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) knows. And it's exceedingly frustrating. Yep. So when people say, why is it that I'm looking at flights? I'm like, did you click on them? They're like, well, of course. I'm like, yeah, keep going. They're like, yeah. And then when I went back, not only five minutes later, they were gone. And for me, it's exceedingly ob- it's exceedingly obvious why that happened. Sure. But yeah, people think you know the back end and what's going people on. People think yeah. the airlines are playing tricks on them. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that's clear. I think you did a great job. So when should I book? When to book, Brian, for the cheapest flights? I don't know. (laughs) That's what I usually (laughs) say. But here's some things I've seen. Airline schedules come out 330 days in advance. That's 11 months in advance, okay? That's not true for Southwest or Frontier or Spirit or I think Allegiant, but I'm just going to say. The legacy carriers, the big name carriers, the national brands, they come out 11 months in advance. If you notice, no airline is really looking to sell their inventory 11 months in advance. They're not in like a hurry. Quick, we got to sell this inventory, right? So usually 11 months out, like the moment the flights become available, I don't see the best deals. I've, I've seen, and I've also seen bloggers and airline revenue managers talk about this in blogs approximately four to nine months in advance for international tickets and two to five months in advance for dom- for like domestic tickets. Domestic yeah. meaning just like flights around the United States for the best prices. Yeah. But I even cringe saying that because I've seen an amazing deal one month out. I've seen an amazing deal 11 months out. So explain that. I don't know. Remember how I said airlines can randomly add in a seat at V like Victor class, right? Yeah, but that's not always the case. So, uh, wow, this has been tough, right? Yeah, but another thing you could do is include two one-way tickets. You don't necessarily have to confine yourself to a round-trip ticket. I love that, and that's a little trick we've been doing because not for international, but for domestic. Let's say I want to fly from Cleveland. Notice I say Cleveland a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say I want to fly from Cleveland to Denver and I start looking, I'm going to see options on 
United, Southwest, and Frontier. Those are my three nonstops from Cleveland to Denver. I might not like the price of any of those. So what I do is I start searching one ways because what we're seeing over the past five years is airlines not giving you discounts for round trip fares in the U.S. I'm just talking about domestic flights. I don't have any issue booking someone a one-way flight there on one airline and then a one-way flight home on a different airline. Sure. Yeah. Save some money. Uh, yeah. If if it if there's a great deal, because there's a chance that they have – it's going to go back to that. Maybe United Airlines has one seat left in V-Class on the outbound, but on the return, Southwest has it. Right? So yep. you're kind of getting how that works. That's not the case with international flights over the water. You almost always get a better deal by booking a round-trip ticket if you're going international. Rarely – Ever have I seen good deals on one-way tickets across the ocean? Sure. Next, I th- recommend signing up for Airfare Watchdog. It's a pretty cool site. It's called airfarewatchdog.com. You type in where you want to go and approximately when you want to go, and they te- they send you alerts if the price drops. Nice. Google Flights also does this. Yeah, there's quite a few options out there, but we recommend Airfare Watchdog. There's also Scott's Cheap Flights. The problem with Scott's cheap flights is it's it's a subscription, which I totally get. I don't blame him. I've heard Scott speak on a podcast. He was brilliant. Probably like one of my most favorite like podcasts I've ever listened to. I'll have to send it to you, by the yeah. way. I think you'll enjoy it. Well, uh, but like one thing he like and so I if you're willing to pay, what is it, 15, 20 bucks a month for this, I mean, heck, the amount of savings he can get, like they're website can get you. I mean, if, there, if you're going to save a few hundred bucks a year, it's well worth the, I mean, if you save a thousand bucks a year, it's well worth the subscription of whatever he charges to, and his team uh, to do that. So, um, okay. I Scott, I think I'm, I'm rounding home base here. Uh, I want to say two more. Um, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll start with uh, this one with like, you're probably going to get carried away by the flight price for the low-ball budget airlines, Spirit, Frontier, and Allegiant. I'm not against these carriers. I'm a huge fan of any airline that's going to come in and support my local Akron and Cleveland airports, right? I am, I'm a fan of those. I just say, because I get so many complaints about them. Yeah. But here's what I found. <laughs> when I educate my clients on these airlines, they have less complaints. I tell them, listen. I know that you found a flight from Cleveland to Miami for 60 bucks round trip. That's fantastic. I just want you to understand something. The airline's not making money on like on that ticket. That's how they lure you in. The checked suitcase round trip is going to be 90 bucks. The carry-on bag round trip is going to be 100 bucks. If you want a boarding pass printed at the airport, that's 10 bucks. You do it on your app, it's free. Your carry-on's free. If you want to pick your aisle seat or your window seat ahead of time, that usually starts at 19 bucks each way per person. If you're game with just getting a free seat on the day of travel, understanding you might get a middle seat in the back of the plane, no problem. You can save money there. Also, they don't have as many aircrafts at that at our home airports. So if your flight's canceled or the crew doesn't show up, they don't have another option to quickly get you on another plane. They might not be able to get you out until the next day or even two days later. Yep. Are you willing to take 
that risk. And also when they come around with a beverage and snack cart, I think it's two or four bucks for like a Coke and a pack of pretzels. And people get so frustrated and angry. And I just tell them like, they say, don't you get angry? I'm like, no, because they made it very clear. This is their business model. We sell super cheap tickets and we don't, we make all of our money on the extras. Yeah. There you go. Makes perfect sense. Sure. Okay. I think I'm down to one last one. Last but not least. Take us home, Brian. This one's a little risky, but if you're flying to an obscure city, you can check out, like, let's say you want to go to some obscure city in India. Mm-hmm. All right. Check out just flying into the big city in India. Right. Like, let's say I want to, I'm in Cleveland and I want to fly to, oh, shoot. I thought I was going to have a good example. I think I got a good example. I just came across this recently. I have a client that wants to go to Lucerne, Switzerland. Okay. A much smaller airport. I think the only way you can get through it is actually by helicopter. I could be wrong there. Zurich, a much more populous city and much more major of a city in Switzerland, is 45 minutes north by car. Love it. I love the example. Um, the only flaw with the example is there's no Lucerne airport. Oh, there's like a helicopter airport. Okay, yeah, perfect, yeah. perfect. Okay, so thank you. What you're getting at is maybe fly into the big airport and then book a separate ticket from that big airport to the little airport, right? Yeah. So going back to uh, India, you have the big airlines that all fly into Delhi, right? So if you fly to Delhi, but then you want to go to a small town in um, uh, India, like there's one called um, Jolly Roger uh, Airport, Jolly Grand Airport. (laughs) Yeah. It it services Uttarakhand, India. Okay. Here's what I'm trying to get. Finding flights from Cleveland to Jolly Grand Airport in Delhi. Dehradun, India is going to be so expensive. Sure. Yeah. Because the airlines that fly from Cleveland to India don't partner with the airlines that fly from Delhi to Dehradun. So my tip is book a ticket from Cleveland to Delhi. Yeah. Then go back to Google Flights and book a separate ticket on a cheap airline from Delhi to Dehradun yeah. and watch you save an insane amount of money. So book those international flights. Then uh-huh. once you're in the country, yeah. book the domestic flight to get you to that smaller airport. You nailed it. There is some risks. Number one, your luggage will be lost. <laughs> <laughs> the luggage oh, will man. be a pain. Yeah. And then if your first flight's delayed or canceled and you get there late, you miss the the there's second no airline doesn't protect you. You yeah. got it. Exactly. Because yeah. there's no partnership. No. So what I would say is if you're going to Jolly Roger Airport, fly to Delhi and do one or two nights in Delhi. Yeah. Then book your one-way super cheap ticket from Delhi to Holly Jolly Rogers Airport <laughs> in India. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Boy, it's a weird one to end on. I feel like I should end with like a book on Tuesday. <laughs> just to give people like some encouragement. Yeah. It's, there's just not, listen, if, if there is a great way to get discounts on flights, 
people would be selling that and making a lot of money. Sure. Uh, but there's great ways to get those cheap flights. You just got to work at it. That's the yeah. that's the truth of the matter. I, or, <laughs> shameless plug, uh, work with a travel agent and they'll do the work for you. <laughs> I, I feel so bad for the families with kids in school um, as well as the people who just like have really have trouble getting off work. Like they're, they're low in seniority and so the only week they can get off work is like a not – great week to travel or something. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel so bad. It's like they're limited to like these couple weeks of the year to travel and they call and they give me these like sob stories and I feel for them, but I go to look at flights and it's just like, I'm sorry. These prices are so high during Christmas, during spring break, you know, yeah. during July, you know? And so it's like, they're like, yeah, but I've been hearing about these great deals. I'm like, yeah. If you're willing to go in early November or February, you can get those deals. But in July, it's just not there, you know? So flexibility is helpful as far as where you want to go, how many layovers you're willing to, uh, you know, suffer through. So, yeah, contact your travel agent, sign up for uh Google flights, uh, and airfare watchdog, maybe sign up for a little Scott's cheap flights, hang in there. We're all trying to figure this out. Appreciate, appreciate the listen, please, please. If you could, we see all these listeners to our podcast, which is awesome. Thank you. Yes. Like thank from you. around from the, the world. From the bottom of our heart. Thank you. And I see like a ton of you are on Apple podcasts. There's others. So yeah, definitely. no shame for others. Would you mind just giving us an honest review? Yeah. That's all we ask. It would mean so much. Just take a moment, please. Just like we haven't gotten a review in like six months <laughs> and we got these new listeners. We're just eager to hear from some, like, are you out there? We know you yeah. are. So let please. us know what we're doing right. Let us know what you want us to work on. Uh, let us know if there's something that you want us to talk about that we've never talked about before. I like that. Yeah. And we, yeah. Well, feedback. We want to make this show really great for you guys. We're having fun with it. We hope that you guys are having fun with it too. And we just want to make the best show possible. How are you enjoying season two? Will? I'm liking it a lot. I think we have a lot of really great ideas coming up that I'm really happy to execute and uh, release. And yeah, we're, I don't know. I think we're really coming into our own. How about yourself? Good, good. I'm actually, I think I'm I'm almost enjoying it more because we had a little (laughs) summer break and now we're back in, but um, I just want to say, uh, and, and, and to our own criticism, we listened to our audience and our yes. audience said, Hey, could you keep the episode shorter? <laughs> and we're doing that, right? We're trying really hard. Yeah. You're going to, you're seeing 20 and 30 minute episodes. Definitely. And are we going to have any hour long episodes this season? Maybe not. Uh, yeah. Say. We I might. hope not, but maybe we should shoot ourselves in the foot <laughs> yeah. if we need to, but let's not jump the gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, thanks everyone. Would appreciate the like and uh, subscribe as well. Uh, or I guess it's called follow now, right? Yeah, or if you want to send us an email, shoot a, shoot us an email. Uh, I'll list the email account. You can send us an email. You can send us hate mail, fan <laughs> mail, whatever you want to say. If you have something to say to us, we want to hear it. So uh, reach out to us. We're the travel agents. That's the end of our show. Make sure to comment and subscribe before you go. We're the travel agents. Thanks for listening. I'll book your trip and pass.